<gasps> oh boy, fireflies. It looks like we have a visitor. Wonder who it could be. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. We have a very special episode for you today. Can you believe it? Something's happening, something's coming. If you follow us on social media, I mean, not many people do, but if you do, you already know what's coming. We have a special guest. But first, we are joined by the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Dees. How you doing, buddy? You said you were going to deliver this week, and that was, uh, that was pretty good. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, hey, it wasn't the best, but you know, you know at what? least I held it a little bit longer. Yeah, I was happy with it. I was happy with it. So uh, thank you for that. Um, I'm feeling good. Um, I was just saying I've got a bit of a head on me today. I uh, was with some some friends last night, had a, a few wobbly pops, as you call them. Yeah, buddy. Um, also, I was gifted a, a lovely single malt for my birthday. Um, so I was, I, honestly, I've damn near finished the bottle. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was drinking a lovely Oban 14, if you've ever had it. Oh. It's, it's delicious. Absolutely delicious. Isle? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was trying to see if you would react to the pronunciation, but that's fine. I'll, I'll let introduce... you Yeah, I know. Thank you very much for that. Our next guest. You know him very well. He is freshly cut, freshly shaved, well trimmed. He just took a bus to get to an $8 haircut, took a $60 Uber back to get here in time. His name is Ryan, the Wax Mamba. How you doing, buddy? Freshly cut, freshly quaffed. Uh, are you, turns are out you freshly my waxed? Uh, freshly waxed. Uh, freshly no wax, waxed. No wax. Um, turns out my apartment lost power at some point today, I'm just realizing now. But uh, I literally got home less than 10 minutes ago and ready, ready to chat wrestling with some, with some lads. What, what are the Thanks. symptoms of no power? Like, what have you uh, Well, my noticed? oven light oh my and God. my microwave light are flashing. Ah. Uh, and the time that it says on there, it's uh, 8.12. And it's currently 6.09 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. So that's how I can tell, usually. What a true detective. I'm loving it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm piecing it together. Got the wool on the wall. And we also have the enigmatic, the charismatic. They hate Jason. How are you, buddy? Why is my intro so much worse than everyone else's? It's not. It doesn't flow like they hate Jason. Is that like I, I need a better name? Do you want to do the show? <laughs> hey, you gotta make it better, okay? I don't have to make okay. it better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jordan, why don't you tell us? Why don't you introduce? Why don't you bring in our special guest? Well, I'm not as good with the whole intro thing as you are. You're pretty good with this. Um, so I'm just going to say we have a guest. Let's call him the uh, <laughs> let's call him the special guest referee of the Four Jobbers podcast of tonight. Uh, it is none other than David, the Barber, Logue. How you doing, Davy boy? Hello, gentlemen. That was that was a fine introduction, It'll John. Do, yeah. I could imagine I could imagine down the ramp there. as you love me. As you introduced me, Robin. Well, you know, I, I try my best. How, um, so yeah, how are you getting on? How are you getting on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sore, but I'm good. Yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll get into that maybe uh, 
maybe a little bit later. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, let's just talk a little bit about um, a little bit about you. We we've known each other. I mean, we we don't keep up to date with each other very often at all. But you know, we we see what's happening on our social media and stuff. Yes. But yes. we we uh we met in a kind of. I guess it was a bit of a weird circumstance, wasn't it? It was um, a weird circumstance. Do you want to tell it? Uh, you go for it. You go for it. Right from my perspective. So I don't know. If, I don't know if Jordan has told you guys. I'll make sure I talk slow enough so everybody understands me. I know you've all probably <laughs> tuned in to Jordan. Okay. And yeah. Barely. So I went to uh, high school where uh, Jordan's dad worked. I don't know if he still is there. Um and uh, yeah, he is actually yeah. Deevesy, Mr. Deves. He was one of the teachers taking us uh, <laughs> to uh, the states for a skiing trip, and I was one of the uh, the fortunate pupils that was told I'd be bunking with Deves's son. So uh, I was like, oh, all right, oh my God. Junior, oh, okay, baby. let's see what this is all about. <laughs> Did you know anything about him going into it, or you came in fresh? No, I came in fresh, didn't, oh. didn't have a clue. That's the best way. What I was getting myself in for, like but uh, we had a... You, yeah. you must be expecting it's going to be like some person that wants to toe the line, stick to the rules, and you end up with Jordan. I didn't really know. I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had off pretty uh, right away. Thought oh it was, yeah. It was a good, yeah, we um, we cuddled a couple of nights. And, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, we did, we didn't need to, to, to tell everybody that, David. But that's all right. Um, but yeah, like the I can imagine. Was that good. It was. <laughs> it must have been a bit weird. Like, realistically, if if I was on a school trip and I was told, "Hey, by the way, you're going to be bunking with uh, the teacher's son," you'd be a bit like. What? Why? Why is he even coming? He doesn't even go to the school. Yeah, like I didn't even go to their school. I went to a completely different high school, and my dad was just like, "Hey, cool. I've got a bit of leeway. Do you want to come snowboarding?" And I was like, "I just, All right, I just fine. love the idea of some poor kid like hoping they kick her told, Sorry, there's not enough room because Dave's get to come instead <laughs> for free. By the way, didn't pay a penny. Oh, nice." So yeah, we um yeah we met on a on a ski trip in uh, in the states. It was uh, it was a weird one, but uh, it's been love ever since then, hasn't it, mate? Always, always. But you're right. How did wrestling come up? Like, cause it's always a weird question when you meet mm-hmm. a new friend. When you, like, for example, when I moved over to Scotland, there's certain things that you're not sure how to bring up. Politics, not at all. But wrestling, and you know something like let's say cannabis or weed or whatever. That's another thing. But wrestling specifically. Especially when you're moving to a new place, you're like, I gotta be careful who I tell this to. That I'm a big fan of wrestling. It's a bit what taboo, isn't it? Of me, a little right. bit. I don't specifically remember ever the wrestling thing, but for me, being a wrestling fan's never been anything that I've been embarrassed about. I've always been quite open about it. Like, um, yeah, even people that don't know me well enough know the guy that likes wrestling. You're that, you're that guy. You're that jabroni. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't specifically <laughs> cover it up. I think it just kind of. I think um, I, th- I think we did talk about it a little bit. Um, not not much because again, two two guys from Fife. Yeah. 
on a you know ski trip yeah, to the yeah. states there was so much else going on but uh i'm pretty sure we did bring it up at some point but we were yeah, both yeah. like what 14 15 so it maybe seemed more okay to like it back then i don't know if, if anything, some little wrestling term came up and boys looked at each other and just went, did we just become best friends? Yes! That's it! <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, somebody, somebody walked into the room and said, oh, um, is that... Oh, it's five o'clock. I didn't realise it was five o'clock. And then I turned around and went, oh, you didn't know? And uh, it was, yeah, friendship from that point on. So. Nice. Yeah, just, yeah, just take something like that. Thing just and throw away that's line. But that's... I get that a lot. Exactly. Of you know, you know. I'm exactly. Hair, and they're just one guy. I'll just occasionally come out with one. That's like, you're a wrestling guy, and that's it. Conversation just flows, easy peasy. Who cares? So you've obviously alluded to it a little. Um, so you own your own. Barbershop, uh, tell us about about that. Yeah, I think the introduction you gave me kind of um, gave it away as well. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do have my own. You might have shop. been like Brutus and not actually a barber, you know. Yeah, yeah, Marty Jannetty, you know, just get, yeah. just get with, you know, killing some guys and bringing up fire. <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> that's such haunted, so haunted. Weird. But, yeah, um, yeah. So people suck at cutting hair in WWE, though. Anytime there's like a hair versus hair match, they try to shave it. They can't fucking figure it out. Like, can you give them like a two second lesson before they go out there and like jam the clippers into someone's head and get it stuck? And <laughs> they always seem to use like big dog clippers, yeah. like over the top, massive. If anything, maybe horse shears, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have a shop in Fife. Uh, Har Barber. Oh, God. Um, the Kingdom of Fife. So yeah, it's going really good. It's two years past the there kingdom. in August. Um, started off myself. Um, I was fortunate enough that a lot of my client base from my previous uh, followed me. So it didn't take me long until I needed to get another barber in because it was... I could, I, th- I thought you were going to say a lot of your um, clients from your old work needed a haircut. And I was like, well, yeah, probably. Um. <laughs> Sick, Jordan. <laughs> it's fine. I'm on Wobbly Pop too. We'll be fine soon. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, there's five of us in the shop now, and it's, you know. You know, still surviving after. Yeah, good for you, man. Good not. for you. So, mm-hmm. um, awesome. so wrestling. We could wrestling. talk a lot about wrestling, of course. Um, but you, you happen to be a little bit closer than some to. I mean, he, he's pretty well known in in uh, in some circles uh, as a as a trainer, as a, as a wrestler himself. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so you're talking about Andy Wilde, who is currently uh, on ICW uh, a lot of the time at the minute. Um, I think he is probably one of the more appreciated talents, not just in the UK, but in Europe. Wow, big claim. 
yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with me as well, and I'm not just saying that because he's a friend. Um, I've known Andy for a long time. Uh, he was at school to me, but he was the he was the wrestler guy. Even at like you know fifteen, sixteen, that's the guy that does pro wrestling, and you know in Scotland in two thousand and five. That's not, you know, that's almost unheard yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. Where we're from. It seems like there's a lot of wrestling um, fans in Scotland, from what I understood in the time that I lived there. I was surprised, but there's not a lot of Scottish wrestling, or at least there wasn't for a long time. Yeah, um, put it this way, man. When Drew McIntyre, uh, when he was released by WWE, the first guy he wrestled back in Scotland, and in fact, I think he was the first guy he wrestled out of WWE when he was released, was Andy, um, which I went wow. to see. Really? Uh, that was in Aberdeen, uh, a small wrestling company called WrestleZone. And that was the first time I saw Drew person, and the guy is a That's freak crazy. of nature. He's a lot bigger now, um, of um, WWE. Um, yeah, so Andy's mm-hmm. got a lot of um, plaudits in his, you know, from his peers. I think he's probably one of the most hardest working guys in the wrestling business right now. Uh, certainly over here. I mean, the guy's working uh, as a car salesman. You know, you know those hours those guys put in. Um, that's his. That's his daytime job, and he makes no secret of it. You know, he's he's a he's a he's a dad. He's now got his own wrestling school that he's training. He's training lots and lots of guys. Um, he's got guys coming from ICW, popping over. Um, he's even had some of the guys from WWE NXT come over to you know take some seminars and just do some training with them. Uh, now with COVID being in place, he's um, having to do one-to-one sessions. He can't obviously do group um, with uh, group sessions with his you know with his uh, trainees. So the guys, like he was saying to me just the other day that he put in thirty-seven hours worth of training sessions on top of his full-time job. And then that's not including it once he gets back to actually performing. So, you know, he's um, he's a workhorse. Wow. And, uh, you know, the guy's transformed himself since he um, since he come back on the wrestling scene. And, uh, you know, with uh, I don't yeah. know how much you follow of ICW um, over there, but he, he'll be champion soon enough, I reckon. He'll be champion soon enough. Like, he's... It'll be it'll be exciting to see. Obviously, now with um, this kind of partnership that seems to be going on between the WWE and ICW, showing some of their stuff on the network. Yeah, right. Um, it'll be good to kind of watch. Hopefully, some of uh, some of Andy on uh, on the network as well for for a, a wider fan base. So credit to the boy. He's definitely put put uh, you through your paces. Yeah, it's uh, what I hear. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually. So what is it? It's twenty past eleven just now at night here. Um, I need to be up at six in the morning tomorrow to head over to his gym to do my only my second PT session with him, and I'm already terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm free. Uh, I did my first session with him yesterday. The aim is just to lose a little bit of weight and you know maybe tone up a little bit. I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to get huge and you know head head for the WWE or that. But um, he's you know. I like just he, he supports me by coming to the shop every four weeks. So I, I I'm just trying to support him. He's you know learning to do PTN, so I'm happy to be his guinea pig for that. 
Um, but yeah, he absolutely killed me yesterday, and today I could barely, I could barely walk around the shop, and I dropped my comb on the floor, and it's still there because I wasn't picking thing up. <laughs> I just accepted that that's that's gone. I'm... <laughs> Except yeah. defeat. That's it. That One of the other ones will get it at some point. <laughs> That's crazy. So speaking of uh, haircuts, yes, you have to tell us who's got the best haircut here. I mean, you can see us all. So uh, who do you think has the best haircut? Well, obviously, Ryan. It's the freshest. So that is true. Can't really? argue with that. <laughs> I mean, one of us has oh, photos oh, all over job. haircut blogs. You know. <laughs> So, just going to say. Yeah, but that's more for the color than the, <laughs> yeah. than the style, right? In, in that particular shot, I think they are pointing to the haircut. But you're right. I think the color does add a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. What is it? I'm going to take my win. I'm going to take my victory there. I'm the haircut champion of the jobbers. I was going to say you've not seen Jason's yet, but Jason, just keep your hat on, mate. Yeah, I, I need a haircut. So, I'm going to keep the hat on. <laughs> Jason deletes all his social media But is still on his phone During the podcast You deleted all your social Ow. media I got the four jobbers uh, Social media I take care of now oh, well, yeah, good, good, good point You are in control of the, uh, the Twitter there for sure So if you see any bad takes Chances are you know who it's coming from Yeah, If you get barked at Because you like Bret Hart It's definitely Jason yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No if you think he's the greatest Then I bark there you go. Mester is. Mester was. Anyway, just before, David, you were talking about uh, Little Nate. Is he your favorite referee of all time? Do you have a favorite referee? Oh, he... I mean, look at the guy. He's class. He <laughs> What's not to like about Little Nate? And he's like, he's not yeah, he's aged not. In 20... at all. Where's he? Where of youth that he seems to have found? <laughs> in awe. Yeah. Him and yeah. uh, Kyoto, I think, think, are the two for me. Yeah, Kyoda, he's a, he's a yeah, he's a standout as well, isn't he? Who's the guy in WWE who's like four foot nothing, but he's like built like a brick shit house, and he's he's oh, the boy with the, the, the spiky with the dark hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, him. He's like so he was. Is that, just, he is was that still Nunzio, or is he is Nunzio uh, still a referee? I think his name is Bones. WWE? Yeah, they Bones. call him Bones on oh, Raw Bones, Underground. Okay. I, the only time I see him now. He's on Raw Underground. I don't know if he does matches upstairs anymore, <laughs> but apparently he's the official <laughs> Raw Underground. Do matches upstairs. He wasn't Bones before, but now all of a sudden he's become Bones, <clears throat> the referee. And what's the point of the referee Can in the Shane underground? Can... I don't understand. What is he doing uh, there? Shane's well, he there. Doesn't, he doesn't actually do anything because Shane just says start match and end match anyway. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shane McMahon, get that microphone out of his hand. What's he doing? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna look yeah. up while we're doing this who Bones the referee is and see if we can find out more about Bones. I All mean, right. he's jacked. Like, he is... He's, he's, he looks after himself. Give him a push. Yeah. yeah. Here, he might be retribution. Who knows? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Little Nate has been holding me down God, too long. retribution. Exactly. <laughs> that's, a good, that's better than half the storylines. Oh... That reminds me, but just sorry. That just reminds me. I I completely forgot for years. I had put down on Facebook uh, that my workplace was. I was the head writer of WWE, and I'd actually come up with a lot on my bio. So I had to delete it. <laughs> Terrified of from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. Might get worse than the fans. Here, 
It's probably more likely he'd phone you up and go, here, why wouldn't you work today? <laughs> um, so, obviously, we asked you to, uh, on behalf of Jason, of course, because it is technically Jason's homework of the week. Um, we asked you to do some homework for us um, to come up with a, a list of uh, some top fours, right? Um, I can't remember what we asked you now. I think there was, <laughs> there was top I've four. I've got them written down. If you've got them written down, I think the first one was definitely top four wrestlers. So I think uh, let's maybe start with that and uh, let's go through them f- number four to one. The greatest These or favorite? Are... Yeah, that's right. Favorites. Favorites. Oh, okay. Okay. Because um, I think if you say greatest, we're all going to have similar lists other than you two jobbers complaining about where Brett and Sean should be. So You never know. We, we'll get into that later. I do want to hear top four greatest of all time. Ooh. But I am more interested to get to know you by yeah. learning your four okay. favorites. So I was going to say no, but try and put them into some sort of order for you. So let's have a look. We've got written down. Okay. I'm going to go... Now, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say The Rock is my fourth favourite. And all... Well, the reason... Well, I think okay. maybe just because I of the controversial instead of maybe, yeah. you know, near the top, out of the rest out of the rest of the guys. The, the Rock is... Yeah, yeah. You know, The Rock, when you look at it, he wasn't around that long. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, compared to the other guys I've got on my list, is maybe why I'd, I've got him fourth. But I've got a soft spot for The Rock because... Of how I got into wrestling, which I suppose you've got that down as a question, so I'll maybe save that for for later. But The Rock was one of the reasons I got into wrestling. Um, but I can go into. The... Okay. I think you're right, though. Actually, it's a mm. good point when you think about. Forget Rocky Maivia, yeah. because that that was a different character almost entirely. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson wasn't in kind of mainstream he, wrestling. He needed Maivia to become The Rock. Yeah, he did. He it was did. a transition. Yes. Of course. Nation, of course. And he was an intercontinental champion as Rocky Maivia. Yeah, true. Yeah. I can quickly go into it. It was basically when my cousin Mark was into where I was. I had no idea what wrestling was. I think he was six, six or seven year old. Good name for a wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mark that is. He, he basically was like, and he's like, well, it's, you know, they fight, these guys that fight, I'll be Steve Austin, you can be a guy, this guy's called The Rock. He's really cool, you can be The Rock. And I was like, all right, I'll be The Rock. Like, And in my head, I'm picturing like, you know, numb from, uh, what's the guy, uh, sorry, Fantastic Four. I'm picturing the guy, that big rock guy. Oh, oh, the thing or whatever. The, the thing. thing. Yeah, the thing. I'm like, oh, I'll be the Rock. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> so I've always had a soft spot for the Rock because that was when I started watching wrestling. That was my guy. I was like, okay, that's who I am when I'm playing wrestling with my cousin. So that's that's. Um, my number three. I'm gonna say CM Punk. Ooh, Ooh Ryan so loves CM Punk. Get <laughs> <laughs> never gonna live that down. That's uh, uh, Waxman hates uh, CM Punk. No, I never said I hate CM Punk. Hates I him? said thinks he's overrated. I said yeah. I think he's overrated. Like I think he's overrated. No, that's none of that's true. None of that. None of anyway. what you just said was true. But I, I it's I, all true. I see why Let's you like just, him. Why don't you tell like us him. what you like about him? I don't want to pit you against Ryan too much, but 
Right, okay. Well, so, so for CM Punk for me, right? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put this out here. Right, it means fuck all to me. Right. So you could say he's overrated and he's wrestling at Billy all day long. I'll maybe agree with you. Um, for me, the guy's money, and that's what wrestling's. That's the most important thing in wrestling. It's making money, and the boy made money. You know, the guy could could sell you. You could you could sell snow to the Eskimos like that guy. Um, he was only the guy in the last few years. He's the only guy that's made me stop and listen to to the guy on the microphone, uh, and that's including Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman just repeats, just clicks repeat, and it says the same thing over and over again. So I don't need to listen to a Paul Heyman promo. But for for me, when you look, when, just play the same one. From yeah. 2010. So when you when when punk videos pop up on on Facebook on the, um, I can watch them and still find them quite entertaining. Um, and some of the feuds he had were, were great and the pipe bomb you know the pipe bomb was just class um, but he's worked yeah. great he's worked his matches cool yeah, he does some cool moves like I'm no, that doesn't moves don't bother me um, he's a solid worker Not, no one's going to say he's the best worker of all time yeah but he's definitely a good worker he's had a unique no. style at the yeah, time I, mean, I think and things he's a like good that. worker yeah, 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 and he, and he he got he got the smaller guys on the telly, uh, more him and him and DB, big Daniel Bryan. Um, obviously, the two of them at the time they got they got the smaller guys on. Whether you want to agree that's better or worse for worse for wrestling, I think the ratings will tell you the answer to that. But um, yeah, so now this is a tough one for me. My number two and one, um, maybe. The child in me would say Kane is my number one. Ooh, wow. Nice. <laughs> I don't think nice. I've ever heard Jeez. anyone say that. Yeah. Wow. Kane. That's sick. Uh, um, Kane, when that guy come out like with that mask on, like that was that was cool. I don't care what anyone says. That that guy was cool. When he come down and ripped that gate that that door off the hell in the cell, and just the whole just the whole. You know, when Kane debuted, what was that, 96, 97? Yeah, thereabouts, yeah. Mm, yeah, 97, I think. 97, as, like, as Kane. Okay. 97, yeah. That's done. You know, it's eight year old Dave's just like, to like that That guy is, he's, his face is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, that was, it was awesome. And like, as as Kane progressed, obviously, when he become, you know, uh, when he had the the half mask thing, like when he did that big return, like against the uh, un Americans, um, but it's like no, and then mm-hmm. that reveal when he took the mask <laughs> off, like he completely changed the, the whole character again, and like he, that end. I don't remember. I don't remember the um, when Bischoff basically it was like that whole big payoff where Bischoff was going to get screwed um, by him to face Kane and I think Kane was also promoting that See No Evil film at the time so he came out with the with the, all the security guards and they had the handcuffs on and they took the, and that music's playing that from oh, what's the band called yeah. um, you know when the music oh, yeah. would turn into the singing would come on at the end uh, oh, what, a, what an entrance so I, lo- I love Kane so Kane the child in me would say you know Kane was my number one but as I've got on yeah. older, um, I would say he's maybe moved into my number two, um, and I'd say Chris Jericho is my number one. Nice, Woo. Jericho, fair Can enough. Big goat, great Love pick. Ge- Jericho's, pro- yeah, Jericho. Um, and I think, 
I totally as a as when I was younger, I totally underappreciated Jericho. Um, I think he's that guy that he did his job brilliantly because I fucking hated him. Uh, and now that you're older, and you understand wrestling a bit more. You then go, ah, of course I fucking hate him. The the guy's a genius. Like, um, he you were supposed to hate him. Um, and as I've got an older, you just learn to love the guy. Um, listen to his podcast, like hearing all the stories. He's the way you know he's got one of the best casts on the internet. I think. Um, people say he's no Joe Rogan, but I don't li- I don't listen. Sec second best, right? Of course. Ah. Yeah, yeah just you. just checking. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll take second place to Chris Jericho. Yeah. If I'm done, so. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. My number one wrestler um, now. Um, I think he's. I don't know what. I don't pay that much attention to what's what he's doing in AEW. Obviously, the 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 bubbly yeah. thing was another stroke of genius. Um, the whole demo god thing. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. It's so I I watch AEW probably more than than anything else um, just now, and he is he has not changed. He is exactly the same as you remember him. Everything that he touches is absolute gold. Um, are his matches as good as they used to be? I mean, he's mid forties yeah. now, so probably 50. not. But um, DDP yoga, DDP yeah. yoga. Yeah. yeah, we make sure he tells you about his DDP yoga. Uh, uh, clearly, it's working. Yeah, that man's limber. But yeah, for... but yeah, yeah. He, he is. He is still great. So that's a, it's a great pick. That's yeah, actually that's, that's a good, good top pick. four. So we have Chris Jericho, Kane, CM Punk, and The Rock. I don't think anybody would argue that that was uh, you know that they shouldn't be in uh, in a favourites. Um, at all, no, or, or maybe even a great greatest list. Like you're probably yeah, not far off that either, for sure. Yeah, wouldn't be unusual to see any of those guys in a in a no. goats list. No, not at all. Um, what was one of the other questions that we gave you? Because I genuinely don't have it in front of me. Well, I kind of answered what got me into wrestling. Yeah, um, there was not much else to say on that. To be honest, that was what got me into wrestling. Um, my cousin just let's play wrestling it was just an excuse for him to beat me up I think um, <laughs> yeah uh, and then I just started to watch obviously watch it uh, on Saturday mornings uh, with my dad but my dad hated you know he, he'd just be like what are you watching that shit for you watch that shit you get it's off you know it's off it's all it's no, it's no real son and oh, then he goes and puts Coronation Street on. It's real, damn it! It puts Coronation Street. So walk yeah, in like, when he's watching a movie, be like, you know, that's not real, right? It's just a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did. They didn't go to Tatooine. It's not a real place. Yeah. He, he like Sable came out, and you know, he, we'd be interested. Sable. Coming. Those aren't real either, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "They're real to me." Yeah. there you go nice. uh, so the other questions that I see that Jordan asked is top four favorite finishers yep oh yeah that was one and okay. yeah so if you yeah, want to go okay. there next this we can go there short and sweet I reckon but um these aren't in any particular order um I can't, can't put these in an order I'm afraid um but I, you know the Stone Cold Star uh mm. Yep. Do you mind that Kevin Owens uses it now? Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I don't, he doesn't, uh, you know, nobody's ever going to do it as well. 
Um, but my issue nope. with people, the whole taking people's finishers. Now I know Austin obviously gave him permission. From what I um, listened to on a podcast, was on Austin's podcast, gave him permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a wee bit like, what what's wrong? What was wrong with the pop up powerbomb? That's my only question. Is you know, if you want to use the stunner, then cool. But it's always just going to be uh, he's, everybody's just going to go, ah, uh, he's copying Steve Austin. But when I think of the pop, like, think how devast- sorry, think how devastating the pop up powerbomb was on on NXT like that. That wh- I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but that. <laughs> what what is Please going do. on with these guys getting caught up from NXT and them completely just getting rid of the gimmick that got them over in the first place? They've just they've got a, the, like Owens yeah, was like the, you know he would just turn <laughs> yeah. up, destroy it and leave, and then you know and and then when Samoa Joe come in yeah, and they yeah. had that big yeah. stare off NXT that was that was money that was I wasn't even that particularly bothered about NXT I'd kind of keep an eye on it. But when I heard Samoa Joe was going, and the way he turned up on HT, that was like, great, two, you know, real guys that look like would kick your ass. You know, okay, um, Adam Cole's great, he's a brilliant wrestler, but, he, you know, I reckon I could take him. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a wimp, I always say that. <laughs> yeah, but- it's a problem though, right? It is. And you know what? Yeah, Obviously yeah. we couldn't, uh, yeah. but it certainly looks like we could, and that's a problem. And Fight Owen's Fight was a tough character. Yeah, what's this? When he turned up on uh, Raw and he and he just destroyed Cena and then walked off, and was like, "Now nah, I'll, f- I'll fight you another day." Like that was yeah. that was the best thing that happened in Raw that for was years. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was great when Sami Zayn come out and you know tore his shoulder, right? Cool. Um, but like that was awesome when he came out. Yeah, cool. The guy went for him, but the way the Owens is the audacity to turn up, power power bomb the boy and go and next week, but like, it was. It- that guy badass. He's hard as nails. <laughs> and I understand why they can't. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy that you wouldn't yeah. even look at him in a in a bar because you'd think he'd glass you. That's what he looks like to me. But they it's typically they turn him into that cowardly the cowardly heel. But it's like why is he a coward? Why can't he be a heel and just want to beat up everybody? Yeah, I guess that. I mean, that's what he was when he first came up to Raw a, a few years ago. But then, yeah, you're right. Once. Uh, once there was the classic um, Triple H, you know, handing him the title. Literally. Literally. Yeah, handing yeah literally. <laughs> that that whole time of him being the Universal Champion was just him being a cowardly yeah. heel. And it didn't, didn't work. It didn't really didn't make work. sense. Was he with Jericho? We're now Jericho. getting, we're now getting him back. Jericho. Yeah. yeah, that worked. Did he have the belt I with Jericho? And- I don't think so. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah, so I went off a bit of a tangent. No, no, um, Especially yeah. about Kevin Owens. Obviously, we're down. Yeah, <laughs> biased. I mean, I, I, I love Kevin Owens. We're from Montreal. Uh, He's my from top, Montreal. He'd definitely well, be in my top Mary 10. Hill. Like, I love Kevin Owens. I just wish they, they hadn't done what they've done to him. It's just it's just, it's just a shame mm. uh, what they've done to him. And it, I wouldn't want to see him go over to anywhere else. I feel like the guy could still, you know, just let him be... I think he tries too hard to be funny, and he is funny, but I feel he doesn't try. He doesn't need to try. When he's at his best yeah. is when he's making fun of people, he's screaming at Byron, he's being a rat, but in, in a good yeah, heel yeah, way, yeah. not in the scared loser um, way. Yeah, so, for yeah, sure. So yeah. Stunner. Uh, the walls of Jericho, like, it's a move that you would, you know, you do on your little brother when he's just, you know, you just you put anybody in the walls of Jericho. Yeah. Um, Christ, the UFC ones, didn't they? Brilliant. <laughs> 
something. I said the UFC or on Did one they? of the smaller wow. promotions. Really? They put him in a, oh, in a basically what was it with the boy tap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No way. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Probably uh, probably also one of the best finisher names of all time, too. It be- yes. It became the Boston Crab, though, basically. it's It started with the knee in the back and, like, you know, elevated, yeah. and then just turned into a Boston Crab. Yeah, you stopped putting the knee. Um, What I found funny about, you know, you were saying how great Jericho is, is... Um, like he said on his podcast once that he just does stuff to annoy people. Like if the fans get annoyed the fact yeah. that oh, you're not using the knee in your in your move anymore, he'll just go. Well, I'm not going to use it even more now. Like natural. Oh, you're, 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 you want me to? Oh, you're annoyed that I don't wear the the term. I'm just going to keep. Um, oh my god. Um, Some code breaker. I love the code breaker. Where moves that you know would generally like smash somebody's face in if they were to do that for real. Uh, uh, and the F5, I mean, that's yep. just, that, that move's just, yeah, the F5's a yeah. good, um, it's just, a, it's another it would look yeah. like it would hurt, you know, it would hurt. Not yeah. enough people shout out the F5, so that's a good shout. I think that that's... Could you imagine if, you know? Yeah, that would suck. Okay. I think that... it's one of those ones as well that literally nobody else does. I, and I don't think I've seen... Nobody else can do it. It's, he won't it's allow them be. to. Yeah, they've probably been kill you. told they're not allowed to do it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know who used but to it, do it? Yeah, though? yeah. Who? Mark Merrow. Oh uh, yeah. Him? Oh really? Except that he would he would put him on his shoulders, spin him off, and do like an RKO rather than just toss him. That's ironic. That's it. Yeah, it was different. So do you think? Called, maybe, I think it's called a TKO or something. Do you think Ma- Mark Merrow did that a few times? Sable picked up on it and then went, "Oh, hey, Brock." It's I've, an interesting I've got connection. a move for you there. Yeah, That's right? true. So Sable is the genius behind that move. Yeah, so basically <laughs> what we've just found out is the reason that WWE has been so successful over the last 20 years is because the genius of Sable. I think she has a lot to do with some of it, yeah. There you go. <laughs> she definitely gave a lot of publicity to the company, let's be real. That yeah. bikini yes. with the hands? Oh, yeah. Got all of our dads into it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my dad was into it because of Sunny first, but he kept watching because of Sable. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's a good first. That's a good first finisher. That's very apropos. Best good fit for wrestler and finisher. It's Brock. Protective. Sure. That's that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and one of the other questions that we had was, um, yeah, top four favorite spots. So we covered this. Um, was it last week? Last or the week. Last week, yeah. last, last week. Last week. Yeah. Um, and we went over some of ours. There was, you know, things like. Uh, uh, Shane O'Mac falling from the the Titan Tron. We've got uh, Brock and um, Big Show collapsing the ring, things like that. So I'm interested to hear what uh, what spots or bumps or, or whatever you want to call them that you uh, he left out. Brett and that amazing moment where he went through the Spanish announcement. Yeah, no one knows. Time. No one remembers that one. <laughs> you you saw that on a list. You saw the same list I saw. I no, guarantee that. No, you're no. like, I remember that as a kid. Yeah, right. You remember. I that. do remember the moment, of course. <laughs> You weren't even a wrestling fan yet. <laughs> oh, I only remember oh, good spots, no like answer. crappy middle rope spots. <laughs> Brett, Brett's overrated. But um, anyway, yeah. uh, oh, no, yes. I'm not Let's Brett. Get him on the pod. Oh, there we go. Time. End call. The only reason I'm saying this good. is because. It's fine, I didn't, bring it um, <laughs> you know, I was, I didn't watch WCW, so like by the time I started watching wrestling, they'd already kind of moved on to WCW, um, 
And it wasn't, and it wasn't just like, it didn't. No, oh, okay. Yeah, he's probably probably asked for it. Probably asked for it. You didn't yeah, do because anything. he got a donkey kick to the head from Goldberg. Like he was depressed, clearly not into yeah. it. That his introduction was so botched; it was terrible. Like, ugh. yeah, yeah, you saw the worst of Brett for sure. Um, but the one of the best, you know, one of the best um, double double turns in history, isn't he? So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, with the Austin. That that moment where Austin didn't tap, you know, with the blood, and he passed out. Like, that's a that's yeah, a, sure. that was a game changer, wasn't it? So, you know, it was all. Um, <laughs> you needed Brett. He's that catalyst. You needed someone. <laughs> yeah, you needed the, someone the to be there. That you guys someone, have anyone. for him is yeah. so deep. You need Dean, that. Dean Malenko could have done that hold. It, you know, it was Austin that made it. <laughs> Dean Malenko. Barry Horowitz. Anyone could have done it. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> the sharpshooter. Protected move. Legendary move. Done better by anyway. Chris Benoit. Done better by Natalia. Yeah, that's Okay, too. there we go. I'll accept that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so, anyway, top, top four, four spots. favorite spots. Spots. I mean. So, I mean, you've. If you're not. If you're not hyped on this question, we can go to another one. It's not a big deal. No, no, it's not. I've got, I've got an answer. Um, I've got things. I've got an answer. Just trying to. Of the big show of Lesnar one. You've already spoken about that last week. Um, so that's that's. I don't have a. I don't have favorite um, spots. Uh, ones that maybe stand out that I remember, um, but I don't know if I particularly like. Would say they're favourites. Um, it's not. It's not something I've ever really thought of. Well, the the big show. The big show. Lesnar one's obviously a standout because that was the, you know, the first time that kind of really, that that happened. But you know, they've hoard it out like four times in the last decade. So it's it's lost. But I mean, when that first happened, like nobody <laughs> yeah. knew for years if that was a work or not. Yeah, like for sure. that was that what if you know that you know we sh- we all know like as wrestling fans everything's a work. You know. This whole COVID things are work, you know. Everything's a work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did generally go like, oh, did that that no that did happen for real? And you know, only I think only recently the Big Show really properly conf- confirmed no, it was a work. But you know, when Taz screaming like, holy shit, on the you know that was a that was a moment to remember. But you know, then they did it with Braun and Big Show, and then they've done it with you know who did they do it last time? They did it with someone else there. It just happened. Um, it just happened a couple weeks ago, didn't it? Yeah. Not um, yet, but they probably will. Yeah. Was yeah. it Braun and uh, the Fiend? It was Braun, Braun and the Fiend. And, uh, yeah, the Fiend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Fiend, those two. You tell me the the ring handle thirty guys in a ring at once in a battle royale, but it can't handle the Fiend <laughs> and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. actually a good point. I've never thought about that. You've got like. A 16-man battle royal. They're all standing in the ring, throwing each other around, but actually just two guys. Nope. We got Viscera in the ring. I know, like... Yokozuna. Yokozuna, yeah. We're supposed to be, like, suspending our disbelief watching wrestling. That's the whole point of us watching wrestling. But, like, the problem problem with us fans now is we spend more time critiquing people's performances and and writing and stuff like that than just enjoying it for what it's supposed to be. And it's supposed to be... It's supposed to predetermined fight. We know that. 
Like when obviously back True. in the seventies and eighties, like people obviously believed it was it was real and you know kayfabe was a thing and you know they protected the business. But now that people are smart to the business, it's all over Twitter. People don't protect their business. You've got the fiend taking pictures with Sasha Banks backstage just before <laughs> carries a fucking severed head. <laughs> like <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? You, that, that's the problem. But that's my issue with wrestling now is the. The culture that we've created as fans is so toxic that it's driven people away. Uh, we've got people arguing on Twitter whether AEW getting seven hundred thousand fans watching it, but you know over the six hundred ninety nine thousand fans that watched NXT on a Wednesday night, like that fucking matters. Like, can't you just enjoy the actual stories that are supposed to be getting told? Like, we all know the premise of professional wrestling. Is it's a work presented as a shoot. It's supposed to be a predetermined fight that's real, and even as fans knowing that it's not real, we can't just sit and enjoy the storytelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not much storytelling going on now. You know, there's no heat in wrestling anymore, so we can't actually sit in and forget that it's not real. We can't just sit and enjoy and go. <laughs> that was amazing. We go. Uh, I wouldn't have written it like that. I wouldn't have had the fiend come out and do that. I wouldn't have. Why is Cena going over again? Why is Heyman doing that? Like, if I was the writer, well, you're not the writer. You're a fan. Just fucking watch it. You don't. No fan. I don't know if you guys are Game of Thrones fans, right? But sat and that episode when the dragon come down and saved Danny in that Colosseum. Whoa! I've never watched this. Spoiler. Come on. It's been out for years. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. I would. I wouldn't have had the dragon looking like that. I wouldn't have had the dragon doing that. They go. Did you see what the? Did you? Oh, we finally got to see the dragon. Spoilers. That was amazing. That's what fans are talking about. That's it's what you true. should be talking about. Austin coming point. down, spraying people <laughs> with a beer. Uh, Shane throwing Kurt Angle through the glass. Kane turning up and ripping the door off. That's Kane's brother. We all know it's not. Kane. We all. We all. We all know it's not the Undertaker's brother. But rather, I wouldn't have used him. He was the dentist. I wouldn't have used him. I would have used someone else. You know, like that's my. I went on a total rant there about wrestling. But I, I just, I understand why people can't just enjoy this. Like, like we've got the spots. So you, what's your favourite spots? <laughs> These are moments that were amazing. But rather than. Rather than me going, and I'm part of the problem there. Rather than me, going, that was amazing when that when that happened when the ring broke. I'm going, well, how come they can hold thirty people, but only you? You know what I mean? But pipe bomb. <laughs> well, there's certain things that break you out of that that reality, right? And there's certain things that they do that are so stupid, mm-hmm. or yep. so like ridiculous, or just doesn't make sense. Yeah, they did insult us. They insult like, us. We expect a certain level, and what we don't get it now. Of course, there's different. Like, when you're on Twitter, you're going to get people who still think it's real. You're going to get people that, you know, just seem to be complete idiots. So they're just barking about nonsense. You're going to get kids. You're getting a whole mess. Yes. And, and the other thing that you're alluding to is smarks. Just tons they of want people, people that to smart know that. and just take it to a whole different degree. Of now, course. of course, on this podcast, we criticize stuff all the time. But we always say mm-hmm. we're not trying to critique the wrestlers and their wrestling unless it's a very particular circumstance. It's almost always not their fault. It usually comes from the business, and a lot of it is set up a certain way because, let's be honest, the WWE is a publicly mm-hmm. traded company. They have shareholders that they have to appease, and a lot of their audience is kids. Yeah, that's, that's the crux of it. And that's you've got your, 
you've got your AEW now for your more maybe your older fans. You've got you still got your Impact Wrestling. You've got your Ring of Honor. There's options, but rather than just going out and enjoying whatever style it is that you want to enjoy, we have to have people yes. criticizing. Oh, you're a, you're a WWE guy. You know, you're an AEW guy. Well, no, I'm a wrestling guy. I just want to watch the wrestling and I want to sit and enjoy it. And that's but that's driven me away from wrestling. I haven't watched. I can't watch wrestling with no fans. I know they've got the. I know they've got like small amounts in AEW, and I know they've got the the TV Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, but like, it's not. It's not yeah, watchable for, sure. for me. And that's I haven't watched wrestling since before Mania. And it was good. Drew have his moment. Obviously, he he didn't get the moment he should have got. But you know that's that's not anyone's fault um but so i i still keep in touch with what's happening i i, I follow all the twitter pages i listen to the, the relevant podcasts um mm. i don't understand the whole rating matches thing you no cool yeah that guy got a five-star match all right what did what did he what did he do the five-star match i don't know dave Meltzer said it was a five-star match so that means it was good all right all right well Cool, big di- big Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a good point. Like there's I think there there's definitely something to be said about um it, you know, this is basically a soap opera. Yeah. It's essentially what wrestling is. It's a soap opera where there's there's some fighting involved. Um you know, if you imagine Coronation Street or EastEnders I don't know what soap operas you have in Canada, but Coronation imagine Street, yeah. Young and the Restless. Uh, we do have Coronation Street. Oh, you do get that? Oh, the bold and so the beautiful. Imagine Downton that, Abbey. but yeah, they just fight halfway <laughs> through it. I mean, that's essentially what it is. But that was, that was your, your argument, though, when people would go, well, you like wrestling. You go, it's like a soap opera, yeah. but like with the argument. It's yeah. hard to say that now. So like, well, you, you watch you watch EastEnders, and you're like, oh, yeah, good point. It's not real either. I'm like, well, there you go. But, yeah, it's very difficult now because there doesn't seem to be as much of the storytelling, and it's just more we're just going to have random matches that don't really mean anything. And when, they, when the matches don't mean anything because it doesn't affect a storyline, it's very difficult to get involved. And I think that's where some of the frustration and the critiquing comes from. Um, I remember, like, when you used to watch, when we used to really enjoy it back in the, the Attitude Era, and even, like, the early 2000s, you know, it was two writers. You had two writers in Vince. And now we've got a table full of writers that, you know, they're all working with different wrestlers, and then a wrestler wants to put in his, you know, his input, well, I need to speak to this writer, then who has to go, well, I need to pass that, you know, to Vince, and then Vince will maybe agree to it, but then the night of the show, Vince scraps it. And it's like, oh, now we've got to write a whole three-hour show half an hour before we're supposed to go live on air. You hear it all the time when wrestlers leave the WWE and they want to, they want their moment to criticise the company and they've got, with, they're totally within the rights to criticise the company when you hear some of the stories. And it's always the same thing. Like there's, um, what's those guys that left? They went to AEW and they're the champs. And they're, uh, F- FTR. F- FTR. Yeah. They're, you know, the what they were going to be made to do with those those costumes, they they were totally real. I think they got leaked on the internet. They just had them dressed like complete goofballs. Um, you know what? And then you see what? Like I said, I don't watch AEW. I see some of the things that you know pop up on Twitter, and they they look like a couple of guys that would kick your ass. Those guys would be would beat you up. Yeah. Sammy Guevara. Eh, like. Dominic See, but Dominic, like I said, I haven't watched anything 
on the TV. Um, but the boy, the boy, obviously he's got talent there. I mean, he's got it in his blood, doesn't he? Um, that's why I brought it up because he's yeah. This, these are these magical exceptions, right? Because you're mm-hmm. like, we want to keep it as realistic as possible. And when people ask me what I like about wrestling, well, I love sports, mm-hmm. and I'm an actor, so I love theater and movies, TV, whatever. And this combines those elements. But for me, story is everything. Mm-hmm. Story is what drives me to watch. And when the stories start to falter, that's when everything else starts to fall apart. Yeah. Why am I watching? Why are these two people fighting? What's yep. the story? You could do You've anything got... you want. So the, you, you've asked me that question of what's my, f- you know, my four favorite spots i find that more difficult to bring up because th- things that happen in the ring to me are nowhere near as memorable if if you, when you when somebody says to you what's like the four things that you really remember and loved and re- like when you watched wrestling maybe back in the day or still today nine times out of ten you're going to bring up something that happened outside of the ring yep razor ramon mm-hmm. pushing that guy into the fountain you know, those are great moments. <laughs> he just when he walks up to the fountain, the guy's sitting there. He's like, he was dreaming of a swim, man. <laughs> he throws him. In. <laughs> <laughs> they turned up on WCW, like you know, when they what are these guys doing here? Even even when the WCW guys turned yeah. up on on Raw, like um, the. Uh, I really, I don't know if you've listened to Mark Henry on on Jericho's podcast, but he genuinely <laughs> believed that was real, and oh, he yeah. was heading to the ring to get in yeah, a real wow, fight with those guys. And someone would say, "What are you doing?" And he'd say, "I'm heading to that ring, man. It's not real. It's not." He's real. a mark. He's definitely a mark. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> those are the things that I remember. But one spot I do remember, and I feel bad for saying it's one of my top four because it was terrible. Was when uh, that really bad incident with the, I think it was the Hardys. They hit the ladder, which sprung up and hit um, uh, Johnny Knight, not Johnny Nitro, the other one, uh, oh, Joey Mercury. Mercury. Joey yeah. Mercury. Oh that, man, that was bad. That was that was yikes. To be fair, we phrased this differently last week. We said top four most memorable moments, or we said top four yeah. like OMG moments. Not your favorite wrestling yeah, that, that's spots because that's a bit more difficult right yeah so yeah, i think right. it was just top four like omg moments so like that's why oh, jason yeah, that's and right. i had mankind yeah. off the top of the cell as number one because well, that's that's so memorable still a move but like or when uh stone cold filled move. um <laughs> vince jumped. mcmahon's corvette with uh what's it uh concrete cement. yeah yeah, yep. yeah. What stuff about, like that what about kofi, when, he, yeah. when kofi when vince destroyed died. Or Vince died. And then Vince got yeah. blown up, but then they had to say he's still alive because I think like, that's when uh, Eddie Guerrero that, died or something. Something like that. Uh, happened. They had to bring him. It was Benoit, I think. Was, I think it was the Benoit. Was it Benoit? Thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tragic. One of the two. He had to come back and die. Yeah. <laughs> still here. So, I'm not actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did that, <laughs> which we all knew anyway. But uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> but um, but but time is slipping away from us. So speaking of moments, let's have a look at some of the uh, some of the best moments from this week uh, yes. in in a segment, David, that we like to call "One Good, One Bad." 
or one up, one down, depending on who's introducing the se- segment. We didn't Sometimes, copy anybody else, okay? There's another show that yeah. does something similar, ups and downs, okay? <laughs> exactly. We just need to make sure that we differentiate. <laughs> Purely coincidental. For copyright reasons. Basically, um, we're, trying to, we're trying to speed up the show a little bit. And if we go yep. through, there's so much wrestling on nowadays, if, yeah. and there are long shows. If you're going to go through everything, it's too much. So we just quickly go, yep. one good, one bad, and that's it. I'm going to start with one good, one bad this week, if you don't mind, just to get it, get it out of the way. You all know that it's going to be from AEW because it's what I've watched most of anyway. Um, my one, uh, my one good from this week from uh, AEW is, of course, Miro Day. <laughs> yes, um, it course. absolutely has to be. Uh, Miro slash Rusev making his debut on AEW. Um, I I was reading an article where he, he did an interview where he talks about what he said in in his debut. There is about ten seconds where he says, "I've spent the last ten years battling against a glass ceiling, trying to reach for that brass ring. Well, you can keep your brass ring. I'm on AEW now." And then he said he moves on entirely. Um, and he says, I don't nice. want to talk about anything to do with WWE anymore. I just, I want to wrestle. Yeah. But he had to get that little bit out and good for him. Um, I think it's sick and I can't wait to see him. In What's his AEW. name? The best man or something? Well, yeah, he's because he's now the best man of um, Kip Sabian's wedding. But I think his gimmick is that he is the best man. Um, so, the yeah. I'm Tundra. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fine with it. So yeah, that's my one good. My one bad. Last week I told you that my one bad <laughs> was um the the debut of Evan Bourne slash Matt Seidel trying a, yes. a, a a spot off the top rope, right? It was a shame <laughs> that he just slipped and uh, unfortunately that was uh that was his debut up there with the Shockmaster's debut, you know. <laughs> My problem. Well, it, worked, it worked out okay for the Shockmaster, right? Well, you know, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> the problem I have now is they tried to explain it. Okay, yeah, so on cool. on a thing called I think it's called like Being the Elite. It's like a social media platform that AEW do. They tried to explain why he slipped, and what they've done is they've got one of their other wrestlers. I, I think his name is um, uh, Nakazawa or something like that. He said he wanted to be the last entrance into this battle royal, and he was told no. Um, the number twenty-one spot is given to somebody else. So apparently, this guy before the match somehow uh, got into the ring and lubed up the ropes, and oh then God. that's why he fell. That particular corner, yeah, he just somehow knew. Yeah. Right. Um, th- so he lubed up the ropes, and that's why he slipped off the uh, off the top rope. Um, <laughs> wow. So, so terms, nobody else held the, held the rope at any point. Went whoop. Yeah, in terms of storytelling, <laughs> that is just absolutely ridiculous. So just let the wrestlers botch. Yeah, botch. if he botches, he botches. It's fine. It should be his gimmick. He comes out and just botches big. <laughs> yeah, you know, play on it. It's fine. But yeah, my one good Miro, um, my one bad is trying to explain a botch. So right. just let it happen. All right. Well, um, I'll go next. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. I'll start off with the bad. Asuka versus Mickey James. 
The match itself, fine. The ending, extremely confusing. She gets her in an Asuka lock, and the ref rings the bell. While they're still moving around, rolling around, there was no tap. There was no anything. Even Mickey James looks at the ref with these wide eyes like, what? Yeah, that's a <laughs> classic picture now. It's so good because like, it's just not a screw job moment. There's n- it's not for anything. Oh, like, it, it's just I like, don't know what it is. And then they tried to explain it later, saying that Mickey James looked so in pain that the ref called it because he thought she was legitimately hurt. She was moving. It's, she was like, <laughs> reversing. That's how good Mickey James is. She tricked the referee and, and just like, oh, God. what? Like, you're breaking <clears throat> kayfabe. It doesn't make sense. It's just... And you yeah. know what? I was excited to see Asuka versus Mickey James. Two incredible women going at it. But Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. When you're look when you're on Raw, <laughs> I have a chance to see these two go. I'm like, all right, I'm down. No no yeah, they're both really good, but exactly. there's just all of a sudden Mickey's back like, Give me a title shot. So you like you're saying, there's no real story there. It's kinda of pish, you know. It's wishy washy, but it could have been a good Pishy poshy. But anyway, the ending was insane. So the good, I'm gonna go with there's two here. Um, let's go with... I'm going to continue on this train that I've been going on the last three weeks. I'm still down with Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. Uh, Sami Zayn still being a dirty little rat. I'm still laughing at his antics. I think the match could be amazing. And I'm just excited to see where it goes. That's my good. I think that's my bad. Nin- 90% of why I'm enjoying that particular feud is just his hair waving (laughs) from the back of his cap (laughs) it's great it just adds to the the healness of his character right now the fact that he's got this just ridiculous hair i love it i don't see why they don't use the real reason why he's not been on the show though like how could they think of the heat that that would bring so much i i I, i'm your true champion the reason i've not been here is because vince wanted me to wrestle during a mass pandemic like why can't we use this the the real the real life stories that that could that would draw money like all he has to do is say I stand for Syria, right there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I might be a That's suspect. A suspect. <laughs> it should be a problem, but it will be. <laughs> we know what we do. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, so I'll start with my one bad, and it's a bad that I've said numerous times in the past few weeks. It's still retribution is my one bad. I will give them credit. They finally interfered in a main event match, Keith Lee and, uh, and Drew McIntyre. The issue is it's about two months too late. It's about two months too late. Now they're apparently Raw exclusive, which, why? <laughs> and they're cutting this promo, and Adam Pierce or whomever is getting angry. It's like, you let them cut a promo. You let them cut a promo in, <laughs> in the Thunderdome. And now the Hurt... I, I mean, I'm curious to see the Hurt business get involved with that, because I think they do need something else to do besides beating up Apollo and Ricochet, <laughs> yes. who, again, hasn't been relevant in four years, sadly. But uh, Retribution, it's just, it's too little too late for me. It's not enough for me to care. Uh, It's just, (laughs) get rid of it. Done. (laughs) Send him down to Raw Underground and bury it. (laughs) Bury it completely. Sorry, Jason. I know I'm stealing your thunder a little bit uh, here. Uh, My one good is going to come from NXT. Uh, Yeah, you know, Finn won. He's actually the least favorite of of the four guys who were in that match originally. I like him. 
I'm going to go with Timothy Thatcher again. We talked about him last week that he has no gimmick. I like that he had the little segment where he's analyzing Damian Priest as a, you know, his wrestling skill. And if that's going to be your gimmick, you're just a guy who knows the ins and outs of wrestling. Just go full out. Go full Lance Storm. I know everything there is to know about wrestling. I'm a textbook wrestler, and I'm going to break it down why this guy is an absolute jobber, and I'm an absolute champ. <laughs> I, I want him to do that every week before it's, his matches. It's, I want uh, him to do it's that. interesting like you, that you mention you know, a guy who's an all-out all wrestler and, and you know, breaks down uh, yeah. other wrestlers. It kind of reminds me of another guy who did exactly the same to, I think it was Daniel Bryan recently, and he's my least favourite person in <laughs> wrestling just now, <laughs> Drew Gulak. Wow. What, you know? <laughs> I've seen it before, Timothy. Get a new gimmick. Well, I like it. Gulak Jordan, I know, is no like Timothy. It. Let's just That's right. <laughs> I do think Timothy has a bit more star quality than drew gulak does i don't know if drew gulak if was ever made out to be much of a star but timothy i mean again i don't think he's going to be a top name guy but if he can just do this i'm kind of interested i actually uh, comparatively to what you guys were talking about earlier i do uh appreciate more the wrestling itself and the story is almost 50 50 for me whereas i know you guys trend more towards the story i like the moves i like the big moves i like the exciting moments and of course the story behind it is important so i think that's why maybe i do appreciate a guy like timothy thatcher more than you guys might um but because his story own. is the moves his story is the I moves think, yeah you're so, fully and, bought and in that's fine that's fine if you're not wishy-washy pishy-poshy with your character and you're fully bought in and you're demonstrating yeah. that i'm down that's yeah. it if he does this every week then it's great yeah, yeah. I, th- I think everybody could. We can all appreciate the skill involved in a, in a wrestling match. Like, there's no absolutely. It, it, of course. Way, again, I don't know what it's like in Canada. I don't know how open people are about talking about wrestling. But when it does come up, and somebody questions the whole, you know, it's fake or you know, it's this and that. It's like, I'd like to see you get in a ring and just and just last five minutes with one of those guys because then you'll you know they're involved. There's so much yeah. fitness involved. Like, so I think I think appreciate. Whether, whether, but whether they are more bothered about what's happening in terms of ring psychology or whatever compared to story, that's obviously, that's taste. But I don't think there's a, a single wrestler fan out there that doesn't at least appreciate what the guys are doing. In the... Absolutely. Oh, of course not. I think just where you guys tend more or some of you guys tip more towards story, I think for me it's a bit more even as to what I personally Fair. appreciate. Yeah. But... Yeah. So those yeah. are my one good and one bad. Nice. The show. Yeah. My turn? Yep. Yes. Well, well yeah. Uh, one bad, uh, <laughs> continuous bad for every week is Raw Underground, just in general, obviously, once again. Um, I didn't even see it, but I know it was probably bad, right? No, I, I mean, I, I saw some of it. Uh, <laughs> they actually, an, week, uh, on it this like, if I got to give them some props, at least they announced something to look forward to next week, right? With uh, 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 Braun Strowman and uh, the guy, I forget his name, Doba Koda something. <laughs> Daba? Daba Dabakoda? Dabakato. And another bad, I guess, in relation to Retribution, they were in a main event that they, uh, or they interrupted it, right? And yep. uh, at when it went off the air, they're all lying on the ground because they got uh, splashed true. on by Keith Lee and uh, Drew McIntyre. 
and it just goes off air. Like, what happened? Did they just walk away and let them? Did they unmask <laughs> them? Like, what? Ha- like, what's going on here? It's Don't true. you want to know who they are? They're just like, are they part of the roster now because they're exclusive? Uh, that's good just kind of weird. Um, that's a good point. For good, I think Dolph Ziggler on Raw commentary was good. Yes, uh, yes, he, yes. He's, he's got a great voice, great snarky character. Obviously, great insight. He's a wrestler for many, many years, and he's a great worker. Um, more of that. More of Dolph Ziggler on commentary, for sure. It was a breath of fresh air, no doubt. And um, I'm just going to sneak one more quick good in. Uh, when uh, it was the tag team match between the tag team champs. Um, the tag team champs weren't fighting, were they? Yeah, tag yeah. champs versus tag champs. Yeah, that is that the Oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it was um Riot Squad Nia versus Jax. Maddie and Lena. No, no, yeah, no, sorry. It was Nia Jax was on commentary with Shayna Baszler and they were watching <laughs> Lana and Natalia versus oh. the number one contenders. <laughs> but anyways, the match was pish. It was after the match when <laughs> when Nia Jax took uh, Lana and slammed her ass through the announce table, Samoan drop right through the announce table. That was Magnificent. That was that's what she should be doing. She looked like a beast, a monster. And plus I don't like Lana. She's got X Pac heat with me. I don't want to see her ever again. <laughs> just get rid of her. Send her off to AEW with Miro. I don't, I don't I'm tired of her. Probably just because of her TikToks, which I don't I, I I deleted TikTok, but then Instagram came with this reels thing. So then like I'm going on the page to search just for anything, and Lana's <laughs> TikToks are like front page, she's doing her horrible little elbow dance and all that. I can't stand it. So she's got an Xbox with me. I'm done with her. I'm glad she got her ass slammed through the table. I hope she's written out of the storylines and sent off to AEW. And uh yeah, that's it. There you go. So so as well of said. a as ever, we've got uh, from Jason a couple of good and a few bad. So that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, David, did you manage to think of a couple? Um, so one good. Uh, so th- I'm, this is from this Monday's Raw. I take it. Yeah, we're talking just from the last week of wrestling. Just last week. Okay. Um, one good, I have to say, um, it was in the retribution scene, but it wasn't them. Um, I liked, I haven't seen much of it, but I, I liked the way they presented um, the heart. What are they called the heart, heart business. The heart business. Hurt yeah, business. I, I, business. Yeah, business. It's like, it was like, great. That's what I liked about it. But we'll all fifteen of you. There's four mm-hmm. of us or five of us. We'll take you. I liked it. They come out looking sharp. They get their, they're taking off their. Their, um, the the cool suits and they're just ready to go for a scrap like that was cool it's none of this cowardly heel like they they're they're the and they're not doing it because we're here to save raw they're here because are you you guys are messing with our business so we're gonna get involved like that's um yeah yeah and I think they're getting paid as part of the storyline as yeah. well they went up to Shane or he said Adam we'll send Pierce. you a bill yeah we'll send you the yeah. bill like we're gonna take over security whatever you're paying security you're paying us now. He, so like it gives me vibes of like APA mixed with Nation of Domination. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, a little you know. bit. So it's, it's really nice. Just, yeah, so I like that. Um, a faction. We don't get to see factions much anymore. No, we don't. Looks like I don't a know faction. if you've ever done a top yeah. four factions thing, but there's a thing for you to talk about at some point. Oh, that's there a good we go. Oh, good one. Oh, oh, baby. Um, <laughs> bad. Um, that just you just do this every week, right? 
You're not yeah, allowed yeah. to criticize it after your pipe bomb. You know, you just said, shut up and watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> well, did you talk about the Matt Hardy incident? No. no not not really, no. He's accident. No. So We mentioned that he got hurt. We, we spoke about it. it briefly, yeah. Very briefly. Right. So, I was all that, and that, that was, that was, that's got to be bad. That's a bad one for me. Um... Matt Hardy doesn't need to be doing that stuff anymore. The guy's, the guy's got a bad hip. The guy can barely walk to the ring. Never mind jumping off things like that. This is the guy that in 2015 was probably the biggest guy in the business, and the guy hadn't done a flip in years. Yeah, this guy was completely car based. Really he got you know that whole Matt broken Matt Hardy gimmick thing, like. Um, TNA was getting what two two hundred thousand viewers. At this point, to get for that one pay per view for that final deletion pay per view, he managed to get he managed to double that for just that one pay per view on his own, and that was all from his you know working a bit smarter. Um, obviously, his issue with AEW is he's working in a company where eighty percent of the talent work at a style that he used to do when he was in his twenties, and whether that's him trying to relive his youth, I don't know. Or he can still hang with yeah. these guys. Um, he doesn't need to be doing stuff like that, and it, you know he's working with guys that aren't that aren't on his level in terms of you know he's not working with Jericho there. He's working with a guy who's what twenty year old who's barely broken into the business. Um, in terms of like that I know of, I mean I don't know enough about the guy, but like he didn't need to be taking a bump like yeah. that. I mean, and and the fact that AEW had to pass it off that he was fine when he wasn't fine, you know, for 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 Tony Khan. Tony came out and said that. Oh, the doctor cleared him. Yeah. He was fine. Um, then Hardy coming out with a promo the next week saying that I'll be back once I'm cleared. <laughs> right. So you weren't you were cleared. You know, and if that it's like watching the NFL when two guys go helmet to helmet, or at least in the past they used to. You see the guy get all dizzy, like throw up on the sidelines, and they're like, "Get back in there! You clearly have a concussion. You can't go back in." Yeah, it was similar. It's just like no, he's continuing. No, if that was, yeah. And now, if that was Vince McMahon's yeah. company, it's tough because I think oh, there's so the, many, so many people involved in that decision. You know, it's not yeah. just Sammy, it's not just Matt, it's not the ref, it's not. There's so many people that 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 are involved that I think it would have been difficult for them to say definitively yes or no. They have to either continue or not continue. What I did like this mm-hmm. week on AEW is that Matt came out and in his promo quite, um, quite bluntly. And I think there was almost a break in kayfabe. He uh, he said, "If you know, I'm glad that this feud with me and Sammy is in the past, because if it had continued, we would have really hurt each other." Yeah, and mm. that's that's a, that's not great. Um, but that that's not um, criticism of of the storytelling or the matches. I think it's just pure decision making from not just a. That, Matt in general, like, dude, you could, you could do so much more with it. Like, less is more is the saying in it. So I think you know he just yeah. and I think it is difficult for him as well when he watches his brother. It you know who's who's still yeah. doing it, and it must yeah. it must be tough to to watch the difference in the in the ability. No. It's funny. So Jeff Hardy's obviously always been the the golden boy out of those two, but like Matt. Matt in his own right is, you know, maybe arguably the better, the better Hardy. 
you, you know. can make that argument for sure. Yeah. It was weird with Jeff Hardy this week. He collapsed after the match, like holding his back. And it looked like a, a wrestling-related injury, but later they say he was dehydrated. And he was suffering from dehydration. I'm just nitpicking here. It was just a weird choice for an injury and stuff mm. like he's dehydrated. Wrap up. I, I thought that was kind of... Uh, yeah. It's a weird, weird thing to, to, to announce, isn't it? Yeah. What do you two guys... I want to ask you two separate things. Actually, I'll just go with this one first. Nikki versus Bailey. Are you excited to see Nikki Cross in a title match? Does she have any chance? Are you excited about this at all? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. not, because she doesn't. I'm not overly set up to excited. Her, like having a chance, right? Unless I, Sasha interferes. Well, think, this is what I think is going to yeah. happen. I wonder if actually the best thing for the feud between Sasha and Bailey is there not being a title involved. So actually, do you give Nikki the belt, allow her to develop a, a feud with probably Alexa Bliss, right? And then you have a you know, non-title feud between two women, which we don't see very often. Um, and actually, that would be the perfect feud, I, I think, to kind of go with that. So would Sasha Isn't- cost her the championship, basically? Yeah. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how they would do it, but Sasha Costa, the championship, yeah. somehow Nikki I, wins. It shouldn't be a clean one. It shouldn't be a clean win if, it's, if that's the way it goes, I don't think. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Like It's one of those rare times where a schmoz is actually okay. Or a double schmoz. Yeah, you sometimes need that. Yeah, you sometimes need that. It, doesn't, it protects both the time. Exactly. Yeah. Nikki Cross still doing the, the, the crazy gimmick, or has she kind of moved? No. She's Not been so neutered. Much. Her character she toned it down slightly. Back towards yeah. it a little bit, but yeah. not enough. I liked it more when she was a little bit crazier. She turned into like a happy-go-lucky dummy, you know? Like, yeah. That seems just, to be going away. She's a, a character, bit. like, yeah. you know, she's not, she's not the D-looking girl. She's not Amanda Rose. She's not Alana. She's, she's just, um, she looks like a badass. She could be a Ronda Rousey. For me, uh, and I don't mean a Ronda Rousey in the WWE, smiling. Yeah. You know, everybody mm-hmm. loves you, Ronda Keep Rousey. Like go out there and smile, and the whole world will smile with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like UFC <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Come out, angry face, do the business and leave. Yeah, I think she, I yes. think she could come across like that. Um, I think that yeah. would be more mm-hmm. entertaining because uh, the girl can work. The girl can work. Like, um, obviously, yep. she's for sure. Been W's books, um, and obviously was a badass yeah. there. So it's it's just a, a weird, um, it's just a weird one with with I think I think the problem with WWE is they've got too much talent there and they don't know what to do with it and I think they forget what they've done with people. And then that's that's what's happened to Nikki. She's got lost in that sort of. We don't even really know what she is anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I think ultimately um, the end goal of Sasha Bailey is going to be. With a title, I agree with Jordan that it could be a blood feud. I think Nikki is not built up enough for her to be a believable champion. And I know I'm going off kayfabe with this, but I think Nikki's not going to beat Bailey. I don't. I don't see it unless there's some crazy schmoz action, and we'll have Bailey versus Sasha for the title at a future date. That is my prediction Fair. for that. Would it be fair to say? Would it be a fair idea to just get that belt back on Alexa? Oh yeah. Well, the interesting I thing I wanted to bring this up about Alexa is, she gave that, she alluded to becoming part of the Fiend or part of that group, right? If you look at her hair, she's back to the pigtails. She had some dreadlocks, 
sprinkled in there, a la Bray Wyatt, and she delivered a sister Abigail yep. to Nikki. So something cool is yeah. happening there. Yeah, I'm excited would, for that. Could be. Yeah, it would be good end. to see her just have a story again. To be honest, yeah, she was she was yeah, good. She was good true. when she was the champ. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, she like, was that confidence she had. She's for money, sure. as you said before. Maybe not the best in the ring, but she was money. Yeah, she's definitely. No. People yeah. like oh, to she see can her. talk. She looks and good. Was, too. You alluded to it before. <laughs> Monday or no, it's Mandy Night Raw. <laughs> Boo. Coming up on Night Raw, Mandy Rose. Yeah. You guys excited? No. No. She All right, sucks. Cool. <laughs> she's got the look though. She just needs like more of a character and some better moves. You know. I don't know. Yeah. She, she next, she's next body. Yeah, she, she could. I think she's so. definitely. Yeah, th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I mean, she even Marie's a bodybuilder too, and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> different story. Well, <laughs> at least she's not on that level of wrestling. Mm, I also no. wanted to just mention um, KO versus Alistair Black. I'm still down with this. We don't know where it's going. We don't know why he's fighting him. And when they ask KO. Why do you think Alistair Black is mad at me? Or I'm mad at you, sorry. <laughs> and he says, um, well, maybe because uh, his Hot Topic discount didn't work for one of those, uh, rest- those uh, metal band shirts that he wanted. I was just dying laughing. I can't nice. even say it. I'm still laughing from it. <laughs> That's good. No, nice. I, 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 just two good wrestlers. I hope they put on a good match whenever they do have their non-Raw Underground fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh yeah, I wanted to ask, lastly, are you guys, the two Scottish boys, <laughs> happy with Drew's title reign? Are you proud of the work that he's done so far? I think, given the circumstances of his title reign, get you know, becoming the champion during um, lockdown. Um, I think he's done no incredible. Fans, no Thunderdome for a while. Yeah, I think he's done incredibly well. Uh, he has still put on good matches that you know I've watched and every time I watch him I go wow he's Im- he's impressive um yeah it's it's not as exciting but I, I think for for the circumstances he is humorous when he needs to be mm-hmm. he is badass when he needs to be and technically his in-ring ability has been great I'm very happy with it. I really hope he still has, or he has another opportunity if it's not continue, uh, continuing on this trend um, to kind of prove that in front of fans again. He'll uh, he'll keep that belt to Mania. They're uh, interesting. I'm really nice. liking his prediction. Yeah, they're, they're, they're liking his work. Um, he'll stay in the main he, event picture either way, I think. He's put. Um, I think he's he's brought a lot of eyes back to the wrestling. Even um, a lot of people that maybe have left it for a while. I think seeing a guy like him, the guys back. Uh, he's worked. He, his matches are brilliant. The guy looks a million bucks. The guy's an absolute monster of a human being. He said he's funny, but you know he could clean off if he wanted to. Um, there's a quote from, I think it's Jester, uh, Jester uh, Jordan, um, or or. Or Mark, yeah. uh, sorry, Wolfgang uh, Lesnar, that he would ragdoll Lesnar if he if he got you know Lesnar, and he meant and he like just obviously he's probably putting on a bit for the for the for the build up, but 
he, mm-hmm. I, I you put them two in a real scrap like I told uh, if it was a if it was a slugfest like um not a real not a real shoot match obviously but I wouldn't uh that that yeah that you wouldn't care about no um I don't know if you guys have ever seen his return to ICW uh the you, the Canadian boys have you you've obviously you've seen it um go on YouTube and Drew Galloway ICW return. You know, that's the kind of character I want to see Drew be in WWE. Obviously, you, you the, wouldn't count him out. You know, you know, with the kids and stuff, he can't. But like, just the, even a smidge of that, um, that he can get, get in there, he just turns up. He's got the hood on, hood comes off, he's a monster, just destroys everything. It's, it's that's the Drew that I think is come across. That's keeping him in that yeah. in that spot, and I think he'll be there till Mania, whether they. Whether he drops it at Mania yeah. or he gets to have his moment next year in front of the fans, I think they'll it is worth a watch. That's awesome because <laughs> obviously I'm a big Drew fan. I watched <laughs> him when he was in ICW. I just don't know if I remember his debut, but I remember seeing a bunch, and he was fantastic, and that's why I was so excited when he was coming back. And, I mean, the look is a big part of it, and that's a huge heads-up to anybody in the wrestling biz. If you want to reinvent yourself, hey, one of the ways is just get jacked. Good jack. Yeah, like Jinder Mahal too. It worked, right? It worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got a question for the Scottish boys too, in relation to Drew. In his opening promo on Raw, he uh, was talking about all the the, the kicks he did to uh, Randy Orton's head and everything, and he alluded to the time when he tried to do that kick with uh, his um, leather pants on, and he ripped his leather pants. This was like uh, maybe months and months ago. I don't know, whatever, right? So he's like, I'm glad I'm doing it now in my uh, in my tights, whatever, because underwear, uh, Scottish boys are allergic to underwear. Is that true? He said this in his promo. Yeah, because we don't wear you any don't wear underwear, underwear under our kilts. So, oh, mm. I see. So under that's the kilt joke. Under your leather pants, you don't wear underwear either. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not Ross are. from Friends, so I've never worn <laughs> leather pants. If you can find me a pair of leather trousers that fit me, wear, wear it free balling. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll go for it. I'll, you know, it'll end up like the uh, that scene in something about Mary. I'll, I'm sure I'll get something caught in the zipper, but I'll definitely get the beans above the frank. Yeah, <laughs> David, do you own a kilt? Have you ever worn a kilt? Have you rented one? Uh, I, yep, I've, I'll be wearing a kilt in six weeks' time at my wedding. Um, Whoa! But, but yes, I've worn kilts plenty of times. I'm actually not a massive fan of wearing them. Um, I don't like the the socks. The they're very itchy. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I could, if I could get away with not wearing the socks uh, that go with the kilt, I would. I'd happily wear a kilt more often. It's great for if you need a piss though. It is great. I, I like to customize. You know, I'll wear my own socks. I'll wear Jordans with it. You know, I'll customize <laughs> Jordan around socks? the kilt. Jordan socks. Yeah, you not your my socks. socks wear Jordans. As in Air Jordan. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I also thought uh, Jordan Jordans. I wear my socks. socks I wear like Jordans. <laughs> Man, I could fit inside of one of Jordan's socks my whole yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, you do feel a bit. It's funny because like, you'll get the you know anybody that's not Scottish will say you look like you're wearing a skirt. But if you're wearing a kilt, you feel like a bit of a badass. Yeah, there's there's nothing better. Yeah, you're ready to Oof. take on the world. Oh yeah, or the English. <laughs> Are you a fan of Iron Brew? Did I love an iron brew? I like iron brew too. Oh, I got it's iron pish. brew is the best. Pish. It gets you through. It does. Iron brew gets you through. Did you I'm, hear that? Yeah, I'm not listening to that 
slimy, sneaky wax mamba. It's Iron Brew and CM Punk, my two all, uh, least all favorites. All he drinks is milk. <laughs> milk and standing water. Yes, yeah, st- yeah, milk and standing water. That's what keeps you going. Anyway, yeah. is there anything else dolos. you guys want to say? Every now and then. Yeah, yeah some dolos, the some final milk. question Craft is, um, who's better, Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. Womp, womp. Whatever. Could, <laughs> Jason, with all your crazy thoughts, you couldn't come up with a better question. Why can't you let him answer? Because you're scared of the truth. He already said. We know Jordan's <laughs> opinion. To pick between the two is uh, it's Sean for me, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it's fair. Okay, let's go with this. <laughs> Bread aside, because he won't make this list. Your top four greatest of all time. Quickly. Yeah. This is this is a long form conversation. If you got to go pee, go for it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, greatest of all time. Okay, of all time, Steve Austin's in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick Flair's obviously there. This is just my personal. Yeah, this is not what I think should be the. Yeah. Um, uh, did I say Steve Austin? Three. Three. Uh, Three. I think Jericho should be in there. How many have I said there? Three. Oh, controversial one. John Cena. Oh, I was, nice. I was expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Not controversial. Underrated. I yeah. agree. He's, he's got to be up there. Not on this podcast. Yeah. Other podcasts, maybe. I just, anybody, I'm sorry, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but the one, you know, if anybody ever says to me, like, John Cena sucks, I just say, just name one bad match. Just one. You may have had some average matches, but I can't, I can't think Big of a match bad match. John. The improvement he had over his career is also yeah. unparalleled. Absolutely. He got better. The longevity. And the longevity. Amazing yeah. on the mic. So funny. Back when he was a rapper. He, he just... <laughs> he went on top for that long for, for being rubbish. And nobody... Anybody that's worked with him doesn't have a bad thing to say about him. You know, in terms of work. You know, working yeah. with him. And he just knew what was needed of him in that current PG era. He embraced yep. it. He's like, this is what I have to be. Yep. I can't be the rapper anymore. I have to be a more palatable guy. And he yep. embraced Ruthless it. aggression. Yeah, we, we maybe all started to dislike that character. But, you know, he, he, he was what he was. And... He was money. Yeah. But so yeah, Cena. I put Cena in there. That's for my fair. for my for my four. And a lot of people disagree with who I picked with, but that's my four. Good call. Yeah. I've enjoyed this boys. Uh, thank you so thank much. You for, thank, yeah, thank you, thank you for coming on. It's uh it's been it's been great talking to you again and uh getting your opinion on some of the some of the things that we talk about every single week. So, thank you. I mean, I come across a bit miserable at times, but I do apologize. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no, we like that. It, it's better than some of the <laughs> shit that Jason comes out with, so it's fine. <laughs> I, and I enjoy talking to you, to all of you. It's, it's been good fun. Perfect. Well, awesome. yeah, thank you for coming on again, buddy. And um, congratulations and uh, good luck with the wedding. Thank you very much. I'm sure I'll... I'll... The Randy Savage Miss Elizabeth wedding. Yeah. I was going for a more of a Kane, uh, Kane Lita one. Oh, the the forced wedding. Okay. Yeah, the one the one we're supposed to forget under probably. under duress. Okay. <laughs> Snitsky. It it wasn't my fault. Snitsky reference. <laughs> Snitsky. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much, oh. everyone, for listening. That was David. He okay, is boys. the barber. You can find him on social media. Do you want to drop your social media or no? Um, no one, can, no one listens. It's fine. It doesn't matter. 
you can you can follow me at uh, I don't even know any of my my handles. Um, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be tagged on this uh, a bit, perhaps on I was yes, tagged on one absolutely. of your on your, um, your advert last week, so um, you'll catch me on Instagram. Uh, and Har Barber is my barber shop. If you are local to the Fife area, you can come and see me there and tell me how shit my top four was. Or even even in Edinburgh, it's just a small jaunt across that beautiful bridge, across the fifth of Firth, and you're into the kingdom. No big deal. The fifth of fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the fourth of the fifth. And across the bridge, and away we go. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We are the Four Jobbers. You can reach us hello at thefourjobbers.com, at thefourjobbers on Instagram or Twitter. My name is Ginger Heat. Thank you so much for listening. Perfect. No snarky comments at the end. I'm surprised. Nope.